0: Hey, everyone. I have a clip to share with you today from the highly anticipated second season of the hit podcast, Proof, that I think you're really going to like. Proof is an investigative true crime podcast hosted by Susan Simpson of Disclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here. In season one of Proof, they investigated a case in Rome, Georgia, and uncovered powerful new evidence that led to the release of two innocent men, who, as just teenagers, were falsely convicted of a fictitious conspiracy to murder their own friend. Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story spent 25 years behind bars for the murder of Brian Bowling, and were released based on evidence unearthed by Proof. Now in its second season, Proof Murder at the Warehouse takes Susan and Jacinda to Manteca, California, where they reinvestigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos whose body was found buried under a pile of debris on June 5th, 2000, inside the shell of a new Home Depot. Despite tips hinting at other suspects, tips that were ignored until now, Renee's boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and Ty Lopez, the 33-year-old uncle of one of Jake's friends, were arrested for her murder based on the questionable testimony of a 14-year-old boy And sentenced to life in prison. I am about to play a clip from Proof Murder at the Warehouse. If you like what you hear and you find yourself hooked to the story like I was, then don't forget to subscribe to Proof wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tune in to follow along as Susan and Jacinda uncover the long overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee Ramos.
1: This is the missing poster that I made the night that I found out that she was missing. And I just remember we drove all over the place. We were just putting them everywhere.
2: It was June of 2000 in the small town of Manteca in California's Central Valley. Amber was just finishing up her junior year of high school and she was looking forward to a summer of hanging out with her friends, including her best friend, 18-year-old Renee Ramos. Then that Friday, the phone rang. It was Renee's mother. That was like the first thing that Donna
1: said when she called me, she said, Jake says Renee's missing, he doesn't know where she is at.
2: Jake Silva, also 18 years old, was Renee's boyfriend of nearly a year. Jake and Renee were basically always together 24-7. As soon as Donna said that Jake couldn't find her, that's when I thought something was not right. That's when Amber started making the posters. In big bubble letters, she'd written the word missing above a smiling photo of Renee.
0: What does the bottom paragraph say there?
2: It says, our Renee has been missing
1: since Monday morning, Memorial Day. We miss every bit of our little valley girl. We hope she comes home as the same
2: beautiful young woman we remember her as. That weekend, Renee's friends posted flyers all around the town, asking everyone they saw if they'd seen Renee. No one had. Renee's friend Lori remembers being worried, but not panicked, when she found out that no one knew where Renee was. In my mind, she had just been missing. Because it doesn't happen
1: in this town, you know? Right. I was just concerned. I don't think... I wanted to think the worst, so it was more like, I feel like
2: she might have been hiding somewhere, but you know, if she wasn't. Renee's friends and family kept hoping and expecting that she'd turn up, but she didn't. And then, on Monday morning, their worst fears were confirmed. How'd you find out that something had happened? My mom called me and said, Lori, um, the police
1: found a body of a girl, and they think that it's Renee. Like, they're pretty sure it's Renee.
2: And I just remember crying. Three people were arrested for the rape and murder of Renee Ramos. One of them was her boyfriend, Jake Silva. But until recently, Renee's friends hadn't known there might be reasons to question whether Jake and his co-defendants had actually committed the crimes they were accused of.
1: That's why I'm so confused about everything, because I was so young when all this information hit me. And
2: right, then of course we were you're trying kids. to move on
1: with your life later on, so I didn't understand anything that was being told to me because it didn't make sense, but like, how am I supposed to make sense of this? Right, me? I just had to accept what came out of it. But I do remember always just being confused about it. All the evidence and everything that was brought up to the surface. I literally remember asking myself, so what really happened? What is the actual truth? This whole time we just believed what we were told. If evidence proves different, it's definitely gonna be upsetting. If that's the case. If he didn't do it, who did? Right, that needs to be
2: found, who did?